you're tired of the standard business and marketing fundamentals, frameworks, and funnels, <laughs> you need a little mischief. Get ready to turn up the volume on the CEO Mischief Maker podcast, where you access conversations with seasoned business owners who have smashed through mindset barriers, innovated the standard boring business and marketing playbooks, and executed future-paced strategies with bleeding-edge tools and tactics to micro-fail their way into massive success and growth. We are Mindset Impact Strategic Catalysts, helping innovative entrepreneurs focus. We are CEO Mischief Makers. Ready to make a little mischief? Okay, I don't know how you could not enjoy this conversation with Dwayne. I just don't know how. So here's the deal. When Dwayne is not lost in a Lego fairy tale with his amazing daughters, he's likely to be found geeking out on crafting relationship-based marketing ecosystems with his Listen framework. And it's not just about building a funnel for the sake of building a funnel. Dwayne is really empathetic about creating a connection through digital empathy. He's a marketing connection consultant and founder of the digital marketing group, Legacy Catalyst. This guy loves tech, so you don't have to. His mission with Legacy Catalyst is to get behind more than just a business, okay? But he really wants to champion movements that will change the world one life at a time through a lasting legacy. He likes to say that when you leave your digital footprint today, you start leaving your legacy for tomorrow. And that's why he believes starting a movement is the most powerful way to market and monetize your personal brand. That's why he launched the Marketing Your Movement show to help personal brands, such as coaches and consultants, lead a transformational community and earn a return on their influence. Let me say that again. Earn a return on your influence. Dwayne helps his clients leverage automated marketing systems to create conversations in context, using his listen framework to build a relationship with potential clients through their customer journey. Dwayne and I have a lot in common, and I so hope you check out everything that he does. I believe you will not be disappointed. Visit DwayneZingale.com one Italian to another, D-U-A-N-E-Z-I-N-G-A-L-E.com, DwayneZengale.com. All right. Welcome back to the conversation. I cannot wait to share this next piece with you to talk about impact and innovation with Dwayne Zingale. If you haven't listened to Monday's episode, please do so, so you can get the story of who he is and what he does. But today we are going to dive right into some incredible impact. So Dwayne, give me an idea. How do you view impact and where did your idea of this whole way that you impact the world or help others impact the world, where did that come from? Yeah, so to go way, way, way back, which is often <laughs> where we find our mission is in the mess of somewhere in our childhood or our teenage years. When I was six, I found myself suddenly without my dad, my mentor, the guy showing me the ropes of, I don't know how to build a model, model trains, man, memories. He had such cool model trains, somebody to build Lego with, right? Somebody who shows you life and 
for me, this ended up being a big deal. That was kind of the source of where I felt seen, heard, and understood and love my mom. But, you know, obviously mom was suddenly a single mom. And so I was left to my own devices and that left to a several decade journey of seeking mentorship in my life. And I, maybe this is a normal human condition, but I just kind of felt the need like, oh, I need somebody who understands where I'm at to show me the ropes, to give me mentorship, to be a coach in my life. And Humorously enough, you know, I mentioned making that massive shift in my life. In the middle of all of that, when you're starting a new ministry, you need to bring in a lot of resources. And I saw a Facebook ad of all things, marketing for missionaries. Was a missionary and I thought marketing was a dirty word. So I'm like, this is odd. Good word, bad word. I don't see how these go together. Yeah. Uh, humorously enough, not only to see the Facebook ad, but at the same week, roughly, somebody goes, I'm in a mastermind with somebody, my very first mastermind. He goes, oh, I'm in a mastermind with this guy in Ray Edwards' mastermind. You have to meet Mike Kim. I'm like, this? And he's like, you know, marketing for missionaries. I'm like, okay, tell me more about it. I just saw a Facebook ad. And that was this incredible experience. First $100, you know, okay, let me do this accelerator type thing. I didn't know what an accelerator was then, but I'd heard the term. And I got a free call with my group call and tell you one of the most real dudes, but immediately it was like, oh, this whole world, Mike had a podcast, Mike had a blog. I finally felt like somebody understood the transition I was going through. And it was very much perfect timing because I got that. And then my daughter happened and going from feeling like nobody understands what it's like he's struggling in the ministry. And here's Mike, he's struggled in the ministry. He's done the music and the church and gone through the doubts of everything to do with faith. It was just like thing after thing, whether it was relating personally or life. And then of course, transitioning and going, hey, look at what I can do in business. And he had this great phrase as he was kind of teaching some of his material. He said, it's not about closing the deal but opening a new relationship was part of your first question is one of the most important things entirely that summarizes everything I do in its purpose is it is not about closing the deal. It's not about making the sale. It's not about signing the contract. All those are good and well, but it is about what happens after that event, opening the relationship, beginning something anew. And so through a several year journey, I'm now in Mike's mastermind group for, I think it's been four years now. And it's been a place where I feel seen, heard, and understood. It's like he's been listening to me since I was a child. It's just a deep sense of empathy, not just with Mike, but the whole crew he's built around. It's really, truly a community. He calls it a no BS type community because really none of us want to do the BS. None of us yeah. want to do the hooking or the baiting or the clicks. It really is truly a community of high impact people. And really opening that relationship often leads to opening that community. And so I like to say, I finally found my church. You know, that's a whole nother subset of stories. But, I, you know, yeah. in the midst of it all, when you leave missions and you know Christianity is one thing, and then you go into the American church world, and you're like, okay, I've experienced this overseas, and now I'm experiencing this here. 
it was very disillusioned. And so it gave that sense of community. And I really, really, really found a deep sense of purpose in doing what Stu McLaren calls making the tribe. Another yeah. brilliant marketer out there, but it really summarizes the mission I found myself in. It's like, how can we create that sense of belonging that people need? Because without a sense of belonging, people do not change into who they can become because without that belonging, they don't believe in who they can become. But in community, that sociological aspect can really help transform you or destroy you, right? You pick your community, I'll tell you the future of your life. There's a common phrase growing up, show me your friends and I will show you your future. And absolutely. And so that's led me to today where I'm really hell-bent on bringing communities together to be a tribe that champions one another and truly brings what that church feeling, what I always thought church should have been, and actually facilitates it. And guess what? We're not all believers, all sorts of backgrounds. And guess what? People of different political thought, different religious thought can get along because generally the human condition for somebody who's truly empathetic, I think that would probably be a common theme amongst our our community is is just this deep desire to empathize, help people Mm -hmm. have a voice because they feel seen and heard and understood and can finally put their stories out there. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I'm in Mike Kim's mastermind as well. This is probably the fourth mastermind I've been in. And I look at different masterminds based on the person leading them and what I need to learn next. And Mike absolutely was the next thing I needed to learn. And you and I met at the event that Mike Kim put on. Listeners, the amazing CEO mischief makers listening and watching us, you'll get to hear Mike on this podcast as well. Just go search for his name and you'll get to hear uh, all these conversations with him as well. So I'll let that go. But he's also spoken to my mastermind that I run. So think about that. You first were introduced to him through someone who was in another mastermind with Ray Edwards. And now he has impacted you and all the people in your mastermind. And now you are impacting all the people that you are creating these courses and masterminds with and your own clients. That's really, to me, what impact is. It's going beyond ourselves and actually allowing our voice to live beyond just the person who hears it right in front of us. How do you define your impact and how do you help people really make an impact and innovate their stories? I mean, you told us a story about your father. That story has been used in your business and you've understood it as an innovation that helped you create your framework. So how do you look at that impact and your innovation of your framework to impact the world? Yeah, absolutely. So to lay that up, I have another story. As I was discovering this business world, we talked about a little bit, my very first client had this amazing e-commerce store, You know, your typical buy all these products. But behind that is a lot of very, very, very nuanced, specific training because these ropes and pulleys can either save someone's life or kill you or Mm -hmm. your compatriot. Mm -hmm. And so he had all these training videos and he's like, oh, there's got to be something I can do. And he threw out this word membership along the same time I was seeing Stu McLaren's material on Tribe. I'm like, yes, membership, we can do that. And I'd read Jeff Walker's book, Product Launch. 
And so we came in and I was like, oh man, we can multiply this business. We can take something you have. And instead of scaling, multiply, sometimes you hear this term streams of income. So we can multiply what you have in your resources to create another avenue of income. And instead of just having marketing, it would be a membership site where it's like, hey, we're selling this, belong to the membership where you can learn how to do this method and that method. He packaged the whole thing. I'm like, all right, product launch. Give me three videos that are sequential. And we did not do like the official, he was super camera shy, whatever. We'll just follow the formula the best we can, you know, three videos, a fourth, the sales pitch. And we got 300 members like, cool, validated the idea. This was incredible. Yeah. 300 members in a a very botched, not botched, but felt botched launch. And that was a bit of discovering like, whoa, look at what good marketing can do. It can get in and cause people to take action. So I just pick up a book, ask method. Okay. Try that dude, grow the membership put it on the shelf, try the next book. I got obsessed with book after book. Eventually came across the ClickFunnels books, Russell Brunson. I was like, all right, webinar. He's like, no, no, I'm not doing a webinar. But I started building funnels. I'm like, okay, lead magnet funnel with a liquid offer in this funnel and that funnel. And we grew the membership through all sorts of avenues. And I had really just automated and automated. You'd be so proud as a tech person, how much I automated. However, we reached this point where we had about 12, 1300 members. We had a really nice monthly reoccurring revenue and it just flatlined. We're like, okay, and I can't get any more growth. The attrition with the growth was just complete flatline. And we're like, what's going on? And so I had done a ton of automated work. I was like, well, it's automated. It should just be growing constantly, right? This is where we scale the business. Lo and behold, the lifetime value kind of reached its point, but went out and started doing feedback. Hey, what's going on? Why are you here? Why are you not here? Why did you leave? And then I got this key bit of feedback from one of the firemen. Just goes, you guys, video material is great and all, but all this marketing, it's like going to the used car salesman. Guys are just sleazy. And that's when I realized I over automated everything. I'd like bought into the Russell Brunson, not necessarily Russell has some great teaching. So, but I'm going to throw a little bit of rocks at it because sometimes these words we choose to use, go hawk them and then pull them in. And then we're going to hunt the sale. And we have all these great analogies that cause our brains to then have a neural connection with a word that objectifies the market, not empowers, not nurtures, not listens. And so I became the automated asshole and a plateaued business. I go, oh no, what do I do? But being the brain that I had, I like connecting the dots and I have connectedness as a strength finder. So it's like, okay, what are all the themes without these books? Why does Jeff Walker have pre, 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 pre launch all the way up to the close card? And, you know, I put all the steps together there. I'm like, okay. I was really fascinated by email lists. The money is still in the list. The money will always be in the list because your list is your connections. And show me your network and I'll show you your net worth. And the list is a big part of that. And so I started with, you know, all these words and it was super technical at first. And then I was just kind of playing around. I'm like, a list. And then wait, what's after this? And I'm like, there's something more beyond teaching. Uh, And then I came up with listen and it kind of tied to this whole idea of why being seen, heard, and understood is so important to me and to other people. And right when you listen, 
you get inside the conversations going inside of somebody's head, right? This really good, best piece of marketing advice I've ever been given and anybody will ever be given is get inside the conversation going on inside someone's head. Have some empathy, like radical amount of it. And so I created the listen framework to really get out there and consider that the best marketers are not marketers, but they're leaders who listen and influence change in people's lives, understanding that the beginning of their community culture is at the headwaters of the message they preach on any social media post, on any ad, right? It's the beginning of the narrative. It's that first story that goes, oh, I can connect with losing my dad when I was a young boy or girl. Oh, I can connect with ruining somebody's business. And sometimes it's connecting right to those negative moments, but then laying it up to, but I want to become like that. He figured it out. I can figure it out too. And he'll show me the way, right? So you're touching those doubts, those drains, those things just leaving like, yeah, these negative moments have happened to me too, but how do I get out of it? You figured it out. Show me, right? And you create belief by speaking to the dreams inside their head. So That's the whole point of the listen framework and really the impact and purpose in innovation is taking the semantics of everything we're learning in marketing, stripping out the objectification. A lot of the tactics remain the same. And if it's anybody who does it brilliantly as like a marketer, marketing, marketing is Jeff Walker. Like it's always relational to him. I listened to the book launch again because he re-released it. I'm like, man, this guy just gets connection. He just understands not strong arming you into something you don't want to do. He always says it, right? Once you have enough income, you can go make impact, right? Speaking to that story of like what I was learning of going from poverty to prospering because of profit in my passions and really just kind of laying that up from struggling at that income to making a high impact. And that's why I love bringing the listen framework to the table is going, hey, leaders, you need to coach and consult people. But your marketing message, that narrative, the movement story you're creating to really draw people into your community, that matters. More than anything you're doing, people need to feel seen and heard, not punched in the face and beaten over the head with a Bible. Yes. Oh my goodness. Really, that connection is what allows us to create the impact that we want. Because without it, I love what you said before too, where you were in a mastermind and these are people of all different faiths, all different political spectrum backgrounds, different cultures, I'm sure, because with the masterminds I've been in, very different cultures. It doesn't matter. We're all human beings. And when we connect one human being to the other, our actual human experiences transcend all those surface things. Because really, political stance is a surface thing. And religion may not be very surface to you, but the actual experience underneath it is really a human experience. And they're all connected. They're all connected to that human experience. And so when we can connect to that human experience, oh my gosh, the impact we can make in the world is you can put any nth degree you want, 10x, 100x, 1,000, whatever you want to put to it, but it's greater than ourselves. And that's really what impact means. So, oh my goodness. All right, guys and gals listening, you're going to have to listen in to the next conversation that Dwayne and I are going to have on Friday because 
Now we get to get into the details of what this listen framework is all about and talk about how it can impact your life and your business. So see you in a little bit, Dwayne. Thanks. Okay, hold on. If your mindset was shifted, you were inspired to innovate and you were spurred into action, don't just move on with your day. Focus, my friend, and take a few minutes to visit ceomischiefmaker.com to learn more about the value that was shared with you today. Please act now and create some CEO mischief of your own.